Climate apartheid. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. We are the silent majority. You've given us a seat in this hall, but our interests are not on the table. What does it take to get a stake in this game? Lobbyists, corporate influence, money? You've been negotiating all my life. That's Anjali Apadurai at the plenary session of the U.N. 17th Conference of Parties, or COP17, the official title of the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Durban, South Africa. Apadurai is a student at the ecologically focused College of the Atlantic in Bar Harbor, Maine, addressing the plenary as part of the youth delegation. She continued— In that time, you failed to meet pledges. You've missed targets, and you've broken promises. But you've heard this all before. We're in Africa, home to communities on the front line of climate change. The world's poorest countries need funding for adaptation now. After Anjali finished her address, she moved to the side of the podium, off microphone, and in a manner familiar to anyone who's attended an Occupy protest, shouted into the vast hall of state diplomats. A crowd of young students stood up, and the call and response began. Friday, at the official closing plenary session of COP17, the negotiations were extended virtually nonstop through Sunday in hopes of avoiding complete failure. At issue were arguments over words and phrases, for instance, the replacement of legal agreement with an agreed outcome with legal force, which is said to have won over India to the Durban platform. The countries in attendance agreed to a schedule that would lead to an agreement by 2015, which would commit all countries to reduce emissions starting no sooner than 2020, eight years into the future. Eight years from now is a death sentence in Africa. That's Nigerian environmentalist Nemo Bassi, chairperson of Friends of the Earth International. He told me... So we're seeing a situation where the negotiation is being carried out on a big platform of hypocrisy a lack of seriousness, a lack of recognition of the fact that Africa is so heavily impacted for every one degree centi uh, Celsius. Uh, change in temperature, Africa is impacted at a heightened level. Nemo Bassi lays out the extent of the immediate threats in his new book about Africa called To Cook a Continent. Bassi is one among many concerned with the profound lack of ambition embodied in the Durban platform, which delays actual legally binding reductions in emissions until 2020 at the earliest, whereas scientists globally are in overwhelming agreement. The stated goal of limiting average global temperature rise to 2 degrees Celsius, which is 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit, will soon be impossible to achieve. The International Energy Agency, in its annual World Energy Outlook released in November, predicted cumulative CO2—that's carbon dioxide emissions—over the next 25 years amount to three-quarters of the total from the past 110 years, leading to a long-term average temperature rise of 3.5 degrees Celsius. Despite optimistic pronouncements to the contrary, many believe the Kyoto Protocol died in Durban.
Pablo Salon, the former Bolivian ambassador to the United Nations and former chief climate negotiator for that poor country, now calls Kyoto a zombie agreement, staggering forward for another five or seven years, but without force or impact. They have decided not to do deep cuts now. So we are going to see a very severe increase in the temperature in the coming uh, years, and this will be known as the lost decade. On the day after the talks concluded, the Canadian Environment Minister, Peter Kent, announced Canada is formally withdrawing from the Kyoto Protocol. Expected to follow Canada are Russia and Japan, the very nation where the 1997 meeting was held that gives the Kyoto Protocol its name. The largest polluter in world history, the United States, never ratified the Kyoto Protocol and remains defiant. Both Bassi and Salon refer to the outcome of Durban as a form of climate apartheid. Despite the pledges by President Barack Obama to restore the United States to a position of leadership on the issue of climate change, the trajectory from Copenhagen in 2009 to Cancun in 2010 and now to Durban reinforces the statement made by then-President George H.W. Bush prior to the Rio Earth Summit in 1992, the forerunner of the Kyoto Protocol, when he said, "...the American way of life is not up for negotiation." The American way of life can be measured in per capita emissions of carbon. In the U.S., on average, about 20 metric tons of carbon dioxide is released into the atmosphere annually, one of the top 10 on the planet. Hence, a popular sticker in Durban read, Stop CO2 Lonialism. That's Stop Colonialism. This is Malaysian activist Martin Kaur, who heads up the South Center in Geneva. The United States is above 20 tons per capita. And there are many other developing countries, and of course all developed countries that are above China. So it is not fair to, uh, to look at absolute emissions, because in absolute emission terms, of course China and India are high. But for example, in, in the case of India, their per capita emissions is between one and two tons, which is like 120, rank 120 in the world. So the sin of India and China, if you will call it a sin, is that they have high populations, which we can hardly blame them for, because there is an accident of, uh, of history, that they have high populations and they were not divided up by colonial masters, as in the case of other countries that were divided up. So it seems U.S. intransigence, its unwillingness to get off its fossil fuel addiction, effectively killed Kyoto in Durban, a key city in South Africa's fight against apartheid. That is why Anjali Apadurai's closing words were imbued with a sense of hope brought by this new generation of climate activists. Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. So, distinguished delegates and governments around the world, governments of the developed world, Deep cuts now. Get it done. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.